0: And it was 2005. Relax, yeah, it was 2005.
1: He had his learner's cool. permit by then, I'm sure. That's yeah, right. Obviously, I was. The PT Cruiser. Uh, mom yeah. took the PT Cruiser home, but I drove it to the uh, to the, the Regal right. Cinemas. The Harrison. Re- right. re- the Regal. Sense. The Regal Twelve. It was a it was a night it was a nighttime. Hour. All I'm hearing are compliments. What we do here is go back, 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 back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers. We talk about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet, www.thewheelroute.com, at the Wheel Route on Twitter, gmail.com is the email address. And you can get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Pod Center, Stitcher, Internet, etc. We're out there. All right, my name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter at Log on the Dawn. Coming to you guys from Stewart, Florida, where... Uh, we have a bit of a heat wave here, boys. It's been hot, hot. I'm talking 85-ish. It was oh. shirts, it was shirts, shirts, off in the yard weather today. So uh, happy uh, to, you know, happy to have a little bit of that, a little color back. But uh, takes a, you know, it does detract a little bit from the Christmas party vibes when it is like very hot outside. So again, <laughs> so, you know, having a tough, having a tough time getting that, getting that energy up. But otherwise, we're good. It's been, it's, it's been a good one. Who else is here?
2: My name is Jordan Shank. I am in the friendly city of Harrisonburg, Virginia, where it f- it felt like December today. We've had some wind this weekend, uh, gusting oh. about, which has been interesting. Um, I'm on twitter.com at Jordan, where I saw a delightful video this weekend of one NBA champion Matthew Dellavedova getting dumped on oh dunked on he, and sparking yes. an all-out uh, yeah. fight. Run uh, yes. So shout out to the fight. NBL in Australia
1: the dude who came to his defense came to his defense with way too much gusto just, and chest and been chest. Saving that up like that a, like an offensive
0: guard pulling. Just yes. launched the
1: man. Block out of in the nose. back. But there was a flag on the play. It was a block in the back for sure. But he but it wasn't he targeting. Came,
2: he led with his shoulder.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was like it was extra, like I don't know if he meant to hit him that hard, but it's kind of one of those like maybe he did the moments but my man came in hot and it was on after that so uh i mean he like cleared the dude out of the screen like (laughs) like, you were just watching on the camera and then my man was gone i had to watch it
0: twice because i was like there's no way you hit him with that much force
1: yeah basketball game and then 100 he hit them with that much force at a basketball game i mean that was a yamage a big time yamage too but hey you know you got to go up there and try to block the shots. So. <laughs> right. Effort guy. He's
2: always been an effort guy. You get a I'm surprised he's not a, you know,
1: I'm surprised he didn't try to take a charge. He strikes me as the kind of guy that would take a lot of charges. I'm just saying. Well,
2: for next time. File it away for next time, Deli. Patty Mills would never, is all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> Who else is here? Oh, it's mine. Right. Um, I was talking so much. My name is Jason Crick. There he I, is. I am also in the friendly city of Harrisonburg. Well actually I thought it was I thought it was fairly mild this weekend. I was not I was not freezing. It was a bit windy but um uh, to be fair I also spent uh large swaths of this weekend inside at basketball games. So Good point. Um who's to say? Is, is it as windy as it was when we played golf? No. Okay.
2: Uh, uh well it, there was a wind yeah. advisory one night here.
0: That's true. Yeah. Late and there night, was not the when night. we played
2: golf. So yeah. It was windy. That was literally it was. windy when we played golf. Yeah, yeah, no,
0: the and and I'm also not uh spending five and a half hours just wearing it to the face, unbridled, <laughs> like
2: unprotected from <laughs> the yeah. elements.
0: So, hey, we
1: were protected with bourbon, brother.
2: <laughs> bourbon and birdie putts. <laughs> hey, oh, off podcast. podcast yeah, yeah, I'll, flag I'll flag that out. flag <laughs> that,
1: flag that away. spin-off, the spin-off golf <laughs> podcast, bourbon and birdie putts. Oh man, wow, Jordan, beautiful. Well,
0: I was right. just cut this one now. I was just yeah. starting to <laughs> well, we'll
1: start it over. Hey guys, we are our podcast. We're back. Um all right, what are we drinking tonight? Nathan, good? Speaking of speaking of bourbon.
2: Speaking of bourbon and, and birdie putts, uh guys, UVA coaching search is over. Hallelujah. We'll get to that later. White also had, had a great weekend weird. of wagering here at the Shank Household. Oh, don't want to hear it. Shout, shout out to, to I'm happy some, for you. some UFC uh fights for ending the way they did. <laughs> um, so I'm drinking a nice pour of buffalo trace tonight. Lovely, and uh, I have a topo chico next to that.
0: Nice, wow! Uh, I have a uh, yingling and a can.
1: <laughs> oh, canned yingling, love it. Uh, I got into the bourbon last night, so I am taking the evening off of the bourbon. Um, but uh, Jordan, I did crack into the Elijah Craig ride that you, uh, you gifted us. Lovely. Yeah yeah absolutely lovely liked it a I lot love that so. stuff yeah that was really good um i mean i just like the elijah craig small like the small batch or whatever they're calling it now just in general that's my go-to every day like don't feel too bad to mix it but also don't mind putting it with a rock and and you know sipping on it so mm-hmm. it's good um but yeah i was drinking these what was i drinking you know those ranch waters i had jordan yes uh, the same company makes one that was—it sounded Christmassy to me. So it was. Uh, uh, <laughs> it sounded Christmassy to ranch, me. Ranch Ranch Rider Spirits is the company. So whatever, since we're since we're discussing brands, hashtag brands. Hashtag. Um, it was called the Buck, and it was like g- vodka, ginger soda, and lime. It Was really oh. good, really nice. Like very like not sweet, but gin, a little gingery. So yeah, so not yeah. quite
2: a mule, but Buck, still in that like in correct. That vein.
1: Yes, yeah. yes, yes, correct. So, in a can, it's pretty good. Worked on a couple of those, so uh, yeah, good times all around. Um, guys, we're practically bubbling over with Christmas cheer around here right now. I don't know if I'm you glad. Can, it's just I'm just can, glad to
2: hear somebody say these, Merry Christmas. Look at these,
1: look at these floating, these floating the candles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. There isn't there isn't enough of grand people haven't about, been saying it about for the that. past couple of years. So, <laughs> well, so you know, Starbucks took it away. <laughs> once, losing once the red. The red cups came out i think we're just...
2: i think we're turning the tide on the war on christmas this yeah. year that's good to see
1: right right um so we haven't talked we got some stuff to catch up on but you know how's life boys you doing okay everyone's all right anything to report
2: uh successful I mean, richmond trip jordan yeah i think so uh played some golf got fitted for a putter um so so we'll try and uh put put the gift card winnings from summer league into that putter that will that will cinch whether or not it was successful or not. But uh
1: sure yeah that's true. Good point. Jason, how we how we living, bro? Riding high. Duke, you're to be riding high on on Dukes love right now.
0: Yeah. It's uh bleeding it's purple. Been,
1: My man it's bleeding purple.
0: It's been a good it's been a good week for the Dukes. It's been a good uh it's been a good fall for the Dukes, all things considered.
1: Yeah I think so. I'd agree with um, that. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's get into it. So everybody's uh, done do, now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. not scared. You know my feelings. It. It's not Christmas yet, so I don't acknowledge UVA basketball. That's, that's we've true. Been, we've been over this. this on the podcast. Yes, it's, 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 I do that for health reasons, Jason. <laughs> so. Per my
2: doctor's um,
0: recommendation. Yeah, we could. I'll, I'll start with the just giving over the stuff. Um, let's see. Uh, things are things are good uh, in Sun Belt direction. Things love that. Uh, let's see. The rest of our current league sucks. So also love that. Uh, um, let's see. Football took down uh, Montana on Friday night. On I, w- I watched uh, the good a good portion of the second half there. The, the Mothership Two live and in living color across the country. Um, yeah, moved on to the semifinals. We got a date up in Fargo. all North Dakota State themselves. That's
2: um,
0: right. Friday if you're night. To be the
2: best, you got to beat the best, Jason,
0: as right. wise
1: man
2: once said. I I, right. I I say that a lot, you know. Will you be in attendance at the Fargo Dome for this one? I will, I will not
0: be in Fargo. I oh. will be relaxing for the first time in weeks during exam week. Um. Yeah, no No other events this week except that. So I will be remaining in warm and toasty Virginia <laughs> instead of going up to Fargo, North Dakota. Would you like to go to a game there? I think I, I, think I would, just to like see what it's like. I think it'd be worth the
1: experience. It seems yeah. like a very like quintessential college football experience to go see it's a
0: very like i mean that's what makes college football and college basketball great is these like very um like very niche experience experiences and and very much like you know, there's nothing like uh, a game at Fog Allen at Kansas. There's nothing like a football game in the Fargo Dome and that sort of thing. And oh, sure. that's even. Be cool. Yeah, I mean, I
1: remember. I still remember when we went to that game at App State. Like that was that's yeah. one of the most unique settings yeah. in college Touch football. Touchdown to the mountains, beautiful, and it's it was so wonderful. cool. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, and they're just like you know, kind of a rock and football program out of yeah. nowhere. You're like, what's going on here? So yeah,
0: yeah. So no, I, I think I would like to go. I do not mind not going to this one um, if not for no like. I, I think we have a, a very decent chance at winning that game yeah. on Friday, uh, but I'm also I'm also very tired and haven't had uh, yeah. a breath in a bit, and so I will be rooting on the Dukes at 9:15 on ESPN2 on Friday night um, oh. from the warmth of my living room. Love it, love it, awesome. Yeah. Um,
1: how about basketball? Tell us about basketball.
0: Basketball's been great. The Dukes are nine and two. The Dukes are off to the best start since 1987, 1986. Excuse me. Wow, the house um, that Kent
1: Kaluko built, am I right?
0: That, <laughs> be honest, you thought of that like Friday and you've just been waiting to use it, Be right? honest.
1: Jason, I keep that MF thing <laughs> on me. You know I'm ready to drop the Kent uh, Ken Kaluko, reference. Kent Coluco, yeah. Uh, just, you're lucky I didn't get Jabari Utes. That was too far back. He nah. was more of a mid-90s guy.
0: RIP to a real one.
1: Uh, so, sorry about that.
0: Yeah. You know. um, but yeah, the Dukes, are, the Dukes are feeling good. The Dukes uh, just last night... Beat, uh, came back from 14 down to beat Radford, uh, needed that one. Uh, but, you know, it was bound to be a bit of a sleepwalk game after a significant victory on Tuesday. Yeah.
1: Um, and and yeah. an absolute just barn burner of a game. Yeah. No, 52-49. No,
0: probably not Dr. Naismith's dream of Dean a game. Smith would have been proud. Yeah. yeah. But, down uh, go
1: the Who's. Down go the Who's. Down. Yeah,
0: 52-49 over the Wahoos from across the mountain in a uh, packed jordan shank memorial gymnasium <laughs> um memorial. <laughs> r.i.p uh it's preemptive yeah it was uh that was it was a very very awesome experience and um very much like, like yeah listen not the prettiest game of basketball ever played on god's green earth that's for sure um but no,
1: we uh typically don't do that
0: so yeah we're not into um, that. <laughs> yeah, I mean Virginia, as always, has a very good defense, and JMU, especially at home, uh, has also has a very good defense. And I think Virginia, Virginia, has some offensive problems to work out. Um, That's generous. Hopefully, before getting into the meat of <laughs> <laughs> the meat of Atlantic Coast Conference season. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean I think there were 8,500 8, people in the building on, uh, Tuesday, on Tuesday. And, yeah. uh, it was, that's the loudest building I've ever been in. Um, towards the end, a couple, couple really tough jump shots for the Dukes down the stretch, uh, a big those, rebound. Those at, were some
2: wild, wild some, shots that went in at the yeah,
0: end. Yeah, it was, it was impressive. Um, uh, to be fair, I think he got fouled on the second one, but, uh, regardless, um, impressive to, uh, yeah, we'll say physical them into the basket. Shooting is probably a generous word for what Tikal did, but, um, but yeah, it was. It seems
1: like shooting might've been a generous word for what went on that evening in that's, general. That's, so that's we'll, a fair we'll 100, on. for, for the, for the, the same, same reason. Points, 102 total points scored. Yeah. For Yikes. the same
2: reason we call it fishing and not catching, it's called Big shooting up. and not scoring. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um,
0: but yeah, it was like, honestly, like, you know, not to get sappy, but like it it genuinely kind of felt like a, like a moment for the program. Um, sure
1: of course I'm sure it was awesome I would have been stoked dude I mean yeah it was (laughs) I mean
0: 8,500 people there like definitely like even even coach Bennett said the next day at his little luncheon like you know and and listen he's like doing coach speak and he's a really nice guy and that's all well and good but he said you know the the loudest place we play every year is Cameron Mm -hmm. Indoor when Duke gets really revved up it's the loudest place we play and he said there there were times um on Tuesday, that that it probably reached that level. And so, for that to happen at JMU for a men's basketball game, uh, after the last, um, let's call it four to 24 years, um, yeah. is it was pretty <laughs> remarkable and very awesome to be sitting on the floor for. Yeah. Uh, and very awesome to, uh, run block coach Byington off the court as everybody charged the floor. And, um, yeah, just a very, very, Cool did you night. give him?
1: Did you give him like the offensive lineman? Like just coach, just put a finger in my belt loop and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just fo- follow me. Just, just follow me to the end zone. So I was, uh
0: so I was guarding the back, and our, uh, uh oh, our, our RMC supervisor, Mr. Josh Tutwiler, was on the front. Ah, and yes, he was. So a real, a real RCBL train. Of <laughs> oh people.
1: man, man, a real who's who of yeah. 2006. Uh, Bridgewater you know, Valley, Ritz. Valley District Valley hitters Valley
0: District right there. In baseball. Yeah, there, there's a an American oh, awesome. Legion uh section 101 battery right there just taking them off the court love uh, it love it um that's so yeah cool. just uh, just a really a very cool night on tuesday night and um seemed like a, a moment we've been building towards for a while um and i mean with the combination of that building it's probably been like five years we've been building toward it so it was yeah. really cool to be a part of
1: oh you gotta get one in the building the first one in the building I'm sure that feels good so yeah. uh that's cool um Slight, you know, minor shout out to UVA for playing that game. I saw Bennett gave give some quotes yeah. before the game that was like, I think we should all play each other in the state. I think it's good. You know, I, I like that attitude. Um, yeah, I think
0: he, I think he, um
1: he said that the the Wisconsin schools when he was there used to do that. And he like really liked that. Well, basically
0: so. like, yeah, when he was playing at Green Bay, is that right? Yep. Yeah. Um when he was just playing me. at green bay he's uh, his complaint was actually that the wisconsin schools would never do that and yeah, they like
2: specifically oh. flagship school wouldn't they really they really wanted
0: they uh, really wanted them to come play on their court like once like do a two for one or a three for one and just just give us one and he never liked it they never did and it's been pointed out since that like tony doesn't do it super often so he could probably do it more but at the same time like i i get it they they've got they've got a home court advantage and they don't need to. And like, nobody's, I don't think anybody can say, well, he never does it ever. Like he has done it. And he's done it with VCU a couple of times and he's done it here and there. And, um, and credit to him and, and coach Bonington said this in his post game, this was supposed to happen last year. And they understood that an empty gym wasn't why we wanted to play the game. We wanted to kind of unveil the building. And so they, they scooted it back a year and were willing to come play us, even though, and he was open about it. Um, in his press conference, he said, "You know, we wanted to play last year because we had an experienced team, and this year we don't have an experienced team, and so he he still came and played. And and we've had, um, uh, we've had a team or two back out of a contract this year because they just didn't want to come play us in in a full gym. Um, one specifically, let's call it um, F University, guys. Um, no, that's, that's too easy to figure it out. Let's call it Fordham U. Um, Love it." A, um they just straight up backed out of a contract so um yeah very cool of him to play it hopefully you know obviously we're not going to be scheduling home and homes with virginia but um hopefully i know coach byington wants to get he said he wants to get a power five team to come to harrisonburg every year um sure that's probably not easy to do logistics wise but um well you know jamie uh,
1: it continues to be better too than that you know yeah, and they become it's, a quality it gets win that more, more becomes, realistic as we work it's our it's way like up. a quality the, opponent, and yeah. that's good for RPIs and whatnot. So, anyhow, yeah, all right, cool. Well, good. Um, all that, Jordan. Do you have any? Do you have any postmortem on the Who's you want to get out? Or,
2: um, I mean, I I don't really want to come off as like sour grapes or yucking anybody's yum. So I'll I'll just like I'll just I'll just leave it. the, okay. the Who's have a lot of things to work on this year. It is, and, it is
0: not the, it is not the Virginia team of the last two or three years. I still think they're at South, like a, a not good Virginia team is still like a top 60 team, but they I think have some this flaws. is,
2: I think this is the worst offensive team I've seen at Virginia in the last nine or 10 years.
0: I think that's probably not unreasonable. There's just, there's no, you know, Gardner might be an NBA player, but is I that, that, is that,
2: is that
1: missing on dudes? Is it just missing on recruits or what? Like, uh, why I think Why does this, why do we have some version of this conversation so often?
2: Uh, I don't think we do necessarily, but I think like this year. Do you is watch weird, Virginia
1: play basketball?
2: Yeah. I, I <laughs> and I do it before Christmas too. I think your have, standards
0: like, for offense are a bit higher than Jordan's. No, no, no. Well, no, I, I don't, I, that's
1: not like it. last like, year's team, think,
2: like last year's team was very offensively adept and and experienced and skilled and versatile. They couldn't play defense very well, and that's what got them in trouble a lot. But um, this year, like, I don't think they anticipated Trey Murphy leaving after mm. last year, so that impacted how they recruited certain positions and how they built yeah. the roster at that spot. And I think in the post, there has been a lack of a guy developing – and making that jump. So there, there are some recruiting misses there. Hence yeah. the the Gardner transfer in and he's being relied upon a lot.
0: Yeah. Um so I'll I'll say this. Um counting this season, the last 10 seasons of UVA basketball. So back to 2013, Virginia has actually had a top hundred offense on Ken Palm every year, except 2019-20, which was also the year they got shut down for COVID. hundred out of how many? top 100 out of it's about 356 i think 350 so that that's something like, like, like
1: that. a top 30% offense
0: yeah, top third how much um, that
1: but that weights efficiency like so that's just sure, efficiency because right? that's, so that's always that's always gvs thing is is they are efficiency. always when they're clicking they're always very efficient
0: i they get they are that. always bottom 10 to 12 in tempo and so that's what makes yes. it like and and what that does is basically make your margin of error much smaller bingo bingo which is the
1: thing that bugs me the most, and the thing that bugged me about Dan Mullen also. But the thing, one of my personal axes to grind is why, if you are legendary ACC program at this point, better winning percentage in the last 10 years than Duke, do you, like, intentionally keep yourself in games that you shouldn't based on how good you've been and ostensibly how good you're recruiting? Uh, that, that bugs me. That's all.
0: Sure. It's so. a fair question to raise.
1: I, and I'm not I'm not trying to start any sort of, like, I don't like Tony Bennett. Because I love Tony Bennett, obviously. It's just, like, to me, I would think that Tony Bennett would be the guy who would want to score more points. And I, for the life of me, cannot understand why that ever, doesn't ever seem to be the case.
2: Yeah. No, I think it, like, it came... We definitely saw it the year they won the national championship. Like, that was the most flowing offensively gifted, but also, like they're No, they were
1: killers. They were so efficient cuz you had shooters. But
2: yeah, cuz you had a lot of talent on the floor yeah. and you had experienced talent that Tony trusted to like, yes, you you have been in you've kind of paid your dues for the last 2 or 3 years. You you guys go after it. This seems the, like, like
1: a due paying year this year. Seems like we're paying a lot of dues this
2: kind year, of, but and some of that is because like, okay, Kyle guy leaves a year earlier than maybe anticipated to go to the NBA. So then transfers have to fill the gap that he leaves, which like go get your money. Absolutely. But like the roster management dominoes that come as a result of that. And then I think Tony's focus when these transfers get in is they need to get the defense down first before. Well, that was why
1: guy like didn't play hardly his freshman year. Right. Yeah. When he had the man bun. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Guy and Jerome, I mean, that team, that team was great. Like I'm, I'm not disagreeing there, but it, it seemed like even like, I remember being frustrated that like Kyle guy wasn't getting any run at times. Cause you, you got like heralded recruit. And then it's like, well, sorry, he's not going to play. So then like the fan base you get is like, Oh, next year we're getting a bunch of recruits in. Well, congratulations. They're not going to play for two years. We know how this goes. <laughs> so like, they're not going to play next year. So like, what like, so two years from now, I'm excited. So I hope I hope they're good two years from now. I always hope they're good, but to me, I just like I know how this goes. So it's it's like we're just kicking the can down the road and having basically two bad years, which sucks. Just not looking forward to it. I hope to be wrong.
0: Okay. Hey, there's plenty of room. Yeah, on the I mean, J- you, there's plenty of
1: room on the Jamie bandwagon, Logan. <laughs> oh no, I mean, listen, <laughs> go Duke. I'm fine with that. I I, I like UVA basketball. I Just like sometimes I I wish I wish it was more enjoyable. It is. It
0: is antithetical to your. <laughs> like fund- fundamental loves in baseball. Well,
1: listen, I think Florida might have just signed up for a football coach that might be playing some boring football here coming up too. So we're going to see how it goes. But um, we're going to be organized, and we're going to love each other through it is really what's going to happen. So can't wait. All right, let's keep it rolling here. South Florida, things are things are nice. Set up the practice range in the backyard, hit some golf balls today. Uh it was lovely, lovely time. Emily was, Emily was heavily spying. I had to make sure she didn't send a couple of my bad
2: swings. So... You know well we'll we'll get those outside the group, group is, thread. I'll, is, I'll, is, I'll pay for those later yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. she she's got I, no I do problem. have a question logistically so like mm-hmm. the net the net looks great setup yeah. looks awesome nice. I look forward to giving it a spin on my next yeah. visit um how how is like does it just stay up all the time or is that like uh so it's like actually it down because it's it, got to be a weather uh, yes concern yeah especially I'm not living in your neck of the woods
1: not planning to keep it up at all times because, honestly, if I would do that, I could probably just strung up a net between the two palm trees and just for giving it hell right there, yeah. old school style. <laughs>
2: you could have peppered okay. all up and down the yard. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, uh, no. I mean, it, it like packs down into… It, it's like a W. On, it like folds down to like a compressed W and then kind of okay. like click clicks out and opens up pretty wide actually um, and sort of slides apart, sort of like a kind of a sketchy, you know, tent situation. Uh, so it packs down into like a duffel bag. So I'll, I'll put it down eventually. The weather's looking pretty stable for the next few days. So I just left it up this evening. But sure. I don't I don't really want to probably leave the net out in the sun at all times anyway. Yeah. I've heard that if you hit a bunch of wedges into the net, sometimes it can burn the, like the high spin clubs like burn the net up a little bit So friction yeah um, yeah so yeah and as a high spin rate player I uh you know I know a thing or two about friction so um but no well, that was that was a good time uh had just untold levels of around the house productivity yesterday we got it we got a new storm door on the
2: front door Ooh. um
1: uh full glass beautiful you can see the front door now it's really nice uh shout out to friend of the podcast Mike Redmond for slaving away with me yesterday getting that in um Hosted the White House family Christmas party, cut the grass, put some put some baseboards down. I mean, mm. we, we just really, really, really got it all in. And you know, it's amazing. Uh, a wise a wise man once told me, if you wait to the last minute, it only takes a minute to do. And and look at that, here we are. Pour one out. Only uh, took a minute. Yeah, that's right. So, um, cool. All right, well, let's get into this little college football. What say you.
2: Yeah. That's Jordan, still let's... happening.
1: Let's talk on Army Navy real quick. Uh, I am glad I did not watch that. It did not appear that that was a bastion of, of, of football beauty, but we do support the troops. So we'll talk about it real quick. Um, yeah. I think we are all pretty, you know, you guys joined me. You guys joined me on the dark side going for
2: Army, and we, hey, we were I, wrong. I, so I would make that pick again if I had the chance to do Navy that. has
1: been terrible this year. So I don't know what to make of a single result. Probably nothing,
2: but yeah, I, uh, I watched. I kind of had this on in the background a little bit um the the kind of funnier thing for me to keep tabs on was that the under has hit in this game uh 15 years in a row yeah. going into yesterday oh. and and the number was 35 i believe by oh, kickoff no, no. so everyone was like oh over city and they had 17 points scored in the first quarter and they still hit the under. They just stopped. So <laughs> shout out to the troops for staying consistent in that regard. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, 17-14 it was, final score? I think so. Yeah. classic Navy wins. like yeah. Classic rivalry, just like back and forth, gnarly nasty. We had a, an accidental fake punt that Navy executed. Oh, it seemed, where,
0: seemed to be, a I believe, a long snapper going just off book
2: went rogue i believe uh we we
0: we love to see
2: or or coach ken said that uh he did not know it was going to happen either so it was a surprise for him um but (laughs) shout out like that that was really cool coach ken seems to have worn a lot of stress and angst this year given given the performance of the boys so uh always good to see a man experience some joy at the end of the year after going through the ringer like that, but, uh, oh,
1: yeah, for sure. Okay. But cool. Yeah, for, so, so
2: for, for the, for the record to put it into Canon, we all picked army and we all yes. lost. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so the spreadsheet just, has been updated accordingly.
1: Colin really will give, summed you, up, will give uh, you a free W there. Really
0: summed <laughs> up the
2: season on us. Colin gets a loyalty W
1: yeah. Loyalty W for Colin. So, um, okay, well, um, so that with that, that's the last regular season game, I suppose. Uh, so we're officially into postseason, even though it fe- feels like postseason started like four weeks ago um, when all the like initial coaching shenanigans really kind of started going. Uh, but the coaching carousel seems to be slowing down at this point. I think we're going to get, we have uh, early signing day this week, I believe, Wednesday. Um, yeah. And that will probably trigger the next uh, round of, assistants and position coaches reshuffling and whatnot uh we'll see how it goes uh but uh i'll go ahead and start with some of the low-hanging fruit and then we can get into some of the bigger um, names that have locked in officially some of them i think were expected that became official since we last talked but troy hired john summerall i believe i I actually forgot to write down oh he's kentucky's defensive coordinator i believe okay so is
2: there any <clears throat> excuse me, any relation to Pat Summerall?
1: No, different spelling. This is okay. like some, some mm-hmm. raw, some raw. Yeah, yeah. Not, okay. I, I probably R-A-L-L. I probably Southernified it and added a e, uh, an extra syllable in there. Summerall. It's Sumral. Uh And then Fresno, I think we joked about this, but Jeff Tedford is back at Fresno uh, as the head coach. So I think he maybe left with some health issues a few years ago or it was hinted at. So hope he's doing okay. If he is, uh, Fresno probably won't drop off They. He's he seems to have that pretty dialed in at Fresno. So, congrats. Uh, Temple
0: still does not have a coach. Seems weird. And Penn State already stole Manny Diaz.
2: Yeah, so they can't do that rehire. What's out uh, holding up to though?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, what is what is the the Anthony Poindexter situation at Penn
2: State? That's a great question. And if. If UVA maybe, hadn't made things, we'll we'll put a pin in that. Maybe maybe we, had, maybe
0: we circle back on that. Okay, yes.
2: all right. I'm
1: just like I I see that, and it's like, wait, didn't they have a code DC that almost became a head coach at another place? Almost. A- fine. Um, All right. We'll let, you know. uh, <laughs> let me skip over real quick. Oh, Colorado State, Adazio was out. I I don't know if that happened between when we last talked or not, uh, but I think we all saw that coming. Jay Norvell steps in. Uh, Nevada's Jay Norvell makes the in. Conference switch there. Jane Norvell's I
2: think, the guy who looks like, like uh, <laughs> Netflix, l- like Summer at the Lake villain. Oh my gosh, character. you're right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he really does. You can see him on like a like a s- pontoon boat, like a, yeah, this unnecessary three hundred like on the wild
2: modifications to a jet ski. <laughs> Jane Norvell's your guy. Jane
1: Norvell, um, apparently, so he's done a good job. At uh, Nevada, I I think that was one of those situations where he had probably maxed out Nevada. And I don't know that Nevada quite wanted to make the financial commitment to football that Colorado State appears to be willing to make right now. So maybe it was a good chance to sell high on stock and, um, but stay kind of in the same footprint that you're in, in the Mountain West.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. Um, It'll be interesting. Colorado going full pass all over the place. As opposed to Steve Adazio's run into a brick wall offense. Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. The
1: Adazio experience just can't. That can't.
2: You know the Urban Meyer in his final game.
1: Oh my gosh, the Urban Meyer coaching tree. Really, things are really, really falling apart there for the Urban Meyer.
2: A real electric fall in winter twenty (laughs) one. Not, not
0: really in bloom at the moment.
1: Mullin out. We got Scott Loeffler still out here getting it done, I guess. So Joke he's the, the shining, the shining beacon. Uh, Urban Urban himself has the saddest
0: post-game handshake I've ever seen. Urban himself
1: so. just like at all times, he just looks like he's staring into a void. Like, yeah. I don't know what is going through his mind. He never is wearing his headset on the sideline either.
0: He just seems like he's just
2: he's trying so hard to get fired. <laughs> oh, and gosh, won't do yeah. it.
0: It's just it's like one of those things that like when when that coaching move when Jacksonville hired him, literally everybody was like, This is gonna be a disaster. And then it's been so much worse. Because
1: he does this like cult of personality thing when yeah. he swoops in, which works at work works in college. He gets he by be, like,
0: completely on, on but... control and yeah, and personality. And like
2: So no my dust. question is like at, at what point does his petulance cross the line of like cause for firing without paying a buyout? I agree
1: or, or like...
2: Who decides that? Like a jury Can you negotiate? Peers, can you use yard that yard traders, as a at least, negotiation for reduced buyout? You the know?
0: winner, as always, billable hours.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Besides as, Jimmy Sexton. Yeah, yeah. As,
0: as lawyers rack up some zeros real quick. Yeah.
1: Should have gone to law school, kids. That's the moral of the story here is we should have gone to law
0: school. That let, is let never let the, of the moral of any yeah, so story. We
2: so we could have written it SB Nation and...
0: Let, let the record show join the army of army of lawyers right? <laughs> freelancers <explanation>, <laughs> let, let the, the record show eh, you
1: know whatever all S- right P- seems P- to be working out all right um and then i guess it, it, this is a position coach but jim Knowles the defensive coordinator from oklahoma state was announced as the new uh defensive coordinator at ohio state and uh there was like a this was met with like a cavalcade of miami fans like doing this weird thing where they're like oh, they didn't fire their defensive coordinator. Where's the national media outcry uh, for them doing this, even though we just publicly hung our coach out to drive for three weeks while we courted Mario Cristobal. Like, it's in any way the same thing. I mean, yeah. give me a break. But anyhow, that was funny. I just thought that was, like, a funny, weird, like, I'm, i probably follow too many Miami fans on Twitter, but it was like a funny wave, like who what kind of weird straw man are we going for here? Yeah.
2: Um love the whataboutism.
1: Yes. That's a big that that I think that I mean that's a big move. Also, Ohio State, didn't they like publicly like like put their DC out to pasture like mid season when they after they Gary lost Coombs? that? Yes,
0: Coombs.
2: Yeah, well they took the uh they took the call calling plays. away from right. him after like week two, I think.
1: Yes, yes, after they gave up bazillion points to Oregon,
2: I think, actually. Yeah, that's when the run defense got way better, as I noted in our week 12 picks episode, I believe. Bingo.
1: Right, right, because you have your finger on the pulse of of the uh, the landscape. Right. I so, like,
2: I'm an analytical guy. I like numbers, <laughs> stats, things of that nature.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah, I think that's a big move for um, Ohio State. Uh, he certainly knows how to call defense. Oklahoma State was great this year um, in a conference that typically is pretty wide open, so... Good for good. Good for Ohio State. Love to see it. Some work out for them. Yeah. Um. Uh. I think that's all for like the, the minor things I wanted to touch on. Not to, you know not the Colorado State's head coaching situation is minor in anyone's sure. mind. Uh. But uh, let's get to it first. Fred Venables was closing in when we last recorded on being the coach. He is now the head coach at Oklahoma. Um. Fred Venables got. It. A, just a pretty aggressive look you know he 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 just looks like he brings a lot of energy to any and everything that he does uh um very bulgy eyes
2: yeah and i uh i texted you about this slogan but jason i i want you to do this side by side i would like you to google image uh brent venables and then immediately after please do a Google image search for Oklahoma's basketball coach, Porter Moser.
0: And tell me those are not the same
2: person. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what I'm saying here
2: is Oklahoma has a type.
1: Yeah. It is. Fired up. Kind of cracked cracked out looking white guys. (laughs) (laughs) White guys. Yeah. With (laughs) Lego hair.
0: Wow. That is (laughs) deeply concerning that one, I never noticed this before. And two, that it's fully happening. Also Porter Moser. That's a, that's a hell of a name. name. It's an
1: immensely powerful name. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, so Venables, I mean, I guess we were all kind of thinking, I get the wondering if this was ever going to happen. He had one of the better gigs I would say for a position coach or not not position coach, a coordinator in college football, making damn near $2 million a year I think at Clemson uh, to call the defense, but certainly gets to step up in pay and is uh, ready to roll here. Uh, Jeff Levy's coming with him, I believe, as the offensive coordinator. Um, he was the play caller at Ole Miss this year, I believe. So that'll be interesting. A lot of RPOs coming your way uh, for Ole Miss. Any, any, any thoughts? I,
2: I think it, uh, it probably is a hire that seems to have sated Oklahoma's fan base's thirst for a splash name and like yeah. a, a brand hire but uh, who knows but if also, it'll work. Yeah.
1: He doesn't seem like a flight risk to me either for whatever reason. I, I, I don't agree. think Oklahoma has not handled getting spurned very well. Not that anybody is not that I'm like out here saying that people need to, you know, do a great job when the crap happens to them, but uh,
0: they've, maybe they've, they've taken You, a, you can like, tell that
1: they have not done a coaching search or had any yeah. of these co- modern college football shenanigans go, uh, uh, you know, along with them. Uh, in a long time or ever if not ever so uh yeah i mean i think this if this works out i i see venables as probably a young enough guy that he's gonna you know want to be there for 10 years or you know or or so if it works out but who knows sec football is coming soon so congratulations oklahoma you guys get to join the you guys get to join the crazy uh the crazy tribe as well and you know fire coach every three years if you don't win a national championship because evidently that has to be how things go (laughs) so um. All right, Miami did hire Mario Cristobal. Did we talk about this officially? Officially, maybe it's hard to we, say. I think
0: we touched on. I think pretty much. I think we talked about it before it was official because yeah, we could see where yeah. it was going, and we were this, basically this like, played "This is out. trash."
1: Yeah, this played out in a very messy seeming way. Yeah. Um, I don't think Cristobal like wanted it to seem that he was shopping around. And he very much wanted to be Miami's head coach, so.
0: Pretty much, sometimes it's that simple.
1: Yeah, he's going to be Miami's head coach. I think this really worked out for Miami. I don't think this. I don't think if Mario Cristobal didn't go to Miami and have national championship rings from being an offensive lineman on those legendary Miami teams and went to Columbus High School in Miami, that Mario Cristobal would have made this move. But uh, Miami has uh, secured some funding to boost the uh, the the athletics slash football program and. Uh, they seem to be all in, so if Chris balls is their guy. We'll see. Um, I mean, I think it's a great. I think it's a great hire. It is funny that Miami hi- like demands to hire these like dudes from Miami. I mean, but the both of them, are like puro dudes from Miami, man. I mean, it's awesome. So uh, I think that'll be interesting. I think there's some questions about the Mario Cristobal in-game coaching experience. Fair um, questions. I think those are fair. The last time he was a coach in Miami things didn't go great at FIU and I think he was maybe uh flirting with leaving FIU for Pitt at one point and that kind of got messy and that I think spurned some of his maybe leaving FIU maybe earlier than he could or, or should have um, but he did graduate the uh, Nick Saban School for Wayward Boys uh, which is, you know, a, a good mark for any, any 2022, any any, any 2021, leader. yeah. Uh, but I think he'll do a good job leading the program. I do think they're going to recruit really well, uh, but I think 100% of it is going to come down to who's going to be uh, their coordinators when it comes to play calling, because I think he wants to do Kirby smart, big, dumb, strong football, and I think that that is um, certainly a way to get it done. I don't know that that jives with Miami, though, personally.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm fascinated to see how it plays out because it feels like a very all in on the you move. Yes. And like, if you got to fire Cristobal at some point, where do you go from there? Temple. Sure. Go back to the to the owls, will?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm just. I, I. I'm. I'm going to be like. I think this is. I would have liked Cristobal to be the, I mean, I think I mentioned him as like on the short list for Florida's, you know, candidate, like, sure, bring a guy in who's going to like build a program the way he wants to build it and recruit and put all his eggs in that basket and we'll see how it goes. I just, you know, I hope that they don't play Utah, you know, it just seems like you're going to, his teams are apt to have big, maybe big wins, but also big losses, which is kind of like, that's weird.
2: It's an exciting Um, way to live.
1: But they have made the Pac-12 championship game, if not won. I mean, they. I think he's won the Rose Bowl a couple times, right? Sure. I think so. Anyhow. All right. Um, well, since we're talking crystal ball. Jason, do you have any Chris, Mario crystal ball takes, man?
0: Not really. I think he's had a really weird career. Um, I think, How so? you know, he, well, he, you know, he, he coached at FIU and then, kind of built them into like solid contenders, won seven games, eight games, and then crashed and got fired in a very right. weird whole scenario. And then yeah, go did, did his rehab stint in Tuscaloosa and then went to Oregon in a move that I think, I mean, that was the, that was the whole, uh, what's his name going to Florida, Willie going to Florida state. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I think it was kind of like, oh, it's, an, it's an interesting hire up in Oregon. And I, I think it's mostly worked out, but I also think there's, Oregon is a school that has a floor, kind of, um, with all their resources and playing in the Pac-12 and stuff like that. So I, I think he's he's kind of, I think it's a good hire. I think it's a great fit. I think it's a weird, I think he's more untested than all this drama deserves.
1: Yes. I, it's going to be really interesting if the next coach at Oregon, who is Dan Landing, and is able to bring a staff in and like far exceed yeah. the performance that Oregon has had with crystal Ball's yeah. players. Cause that would be a testament to Mario crystal ball is Cuban runs right? Like he, he's going to come in and he's going to recruit and your team is going to be super talented, but you might not, uh, the, your team is not going to win the football games. The football game aspect of the football program is going to be the thing that holds you back, which would really suck. And listen, I've been through it. It does suck. So um, anyhow, just just a, just a thought, just putting that out there. So who knows? All right, we'll, we'll, we'll stay at Oregon. Dan Lanning, Georgia's defensive coordinator, going to go be the head coach at Oregon. I don't know what his situation is for the college football playoff. I don't know if it matters because I think I think he's talk-
2: coaching through, through the end of Georgia's season. Okay, cool.
1: Um, probably a good move, but, uh, yeah, he, you know, we talked about this is, is a guy like Dan Lennon gonna like, what level job would he leave forward want to do Georgia? Obviously historically good defense. I think it's Kirby's defense and you get to basically execute the coach's game plan. So, uh, we'll see how it goes, but, uh, yeah, obviously knows how to recruit, understands the game. Uh, I haven't seen anything staff wise for Oregon other than. Mr. Lanning being the head coach. Um, oh, there was uh, the offensive coordinator rumored is supposed to be Kenny Dillingham from Florida State. Ooh. Formerly Memphis's OC, maybe. So Interesting. I don't know if they have a, if maybe they're pals, boys from maybe. way back. Who knows? Um, you know, I don't know that, I don't know that you would look at Florida State's offensive product this year and really,
2: say I want
1: that. <laughs> I want I want that, but I do think there were some personnel issues at Florida State that may have been conflating some of that. That's, so That's fair. Um, that's fine, but uh Dan Lanning, your new uh Oregon head coach. How we how we feel about that, boys?
2: I I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of bummed that like Oregon's getting a defensive guy as the big whistle because sure. I would like to see them as a as a high I would like to see the ducks fly high and fly fast and fly often. You know, right? I want to see them putting up fifty and sixty a game. Um, maybe he's open to that kind of thing and just like just happens to exist as a defensive guy. I don't know, right. um, But I like. I think it would be really interesting if he tried to just imprint the Kirby Smart experience onto the Pac-12. Um, that <laughs> well, would I mean, be exciting th- to watch.
1: I would say that I think that's what ball has been trying to do.
2: To In a, terms of...
1: Like implementing a line of scrimmage-based recruiting process, valuing offensive and defensive line over everything else, building your team like from the inside out like an SEC team, Wanting to do like ultimately wanting to be bully ball over high flying Oregon. But I think there's been an Oregon spin on it again, based on personnel. But yeah, I I, I think that's I I think that's I think that's crystal ball's goal. I should
2: say, I think everybody wants to win the trenches, right? But well, yeah, to to what degree are you focused on that at the expense of other things? I guess Mm -hmm. is is kind of the differing factor for everybody, but uh. Yeah, hey. could work out. Could not. We'll see. Yeah, who knows? I
1: mean, that's a big job to take as your first head coaching job. But Congrats to I, him.
2: Yeah, that's got to be awesome.
1: Yeah, secure the bag. Get that Nike money.
2: And you get to shop at the, the damn employee store up there. That's like <laughs> one of my bucket list items. Give me, give me three hours in the employee store up in Beaverton.
1: Jordan, do you, oh, um, I could talk about this with you offline, but there's a gentleman that I, you might know from the UVA days that I think worked at nike like after after uva and he said it was amazing just going to the employee store i believe him why it's on my bucket list (laughs) that's what i'm trying to say yes
2: this is my My excitement not convey how awesome i think
1: yeah my man who told us the story the one time about never rip the ocho loco because if you rip the ocho loco you'll you'll go on an adventure and like he like lacerated multiple like tendons in his hand after ripping the ocho loco one night on an adventure Man, what an era. The four loco era. Am I right? Gone but not forgotten.
0: We'll speak to future generations about it. <laughs> I
1: know. Yeah. <laughs> I know Jason's just gonna have a random four loco flash one day. He's just gonna just oh. buzz back in. <laughs> oh god. Uh okay, we'll keep it rolling. Uh well, the, the most important one for last. UVA has their man at last. We got our guy. <laughs> we got him. the white smoke. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Um Tony Elliott Clemson offensive coordinator in continuing the teardown of the Clemson program that has been going on this off season, which I am all for um, just, just because I like to be a little bit petty. Um, I have often alleged that Clemson's offense is very simplistic and high school-ish. So I am prepared to see how this goes for me uh, with, with the shoe fitting uh, on the other foot, but I, um, I don't know seems like a splashy enough hire for me uh, from a name standpoint and hopefully recruiting goes well and uh, you know I like to have an offensive guy as the head coach so what do you say Jordan
2: yeah I mean if you had told me the day Bronco resigned that Tony Elliott would be the next guy I would have been thrilled I would have been sure. like oh yeah sign me up <laughs> right. sounds like a dub uh the way we got there... Yes, I wanted
1: to talk about this. All right.
2: <laughs> ...was a little clunky feeling. So before we get in into the the search process of it, I, I'm excited that Elliot's the next guy. I'm excited to see what kind of staff he puts together around him. Uh, okay. I really haven't heard any whisperings in terms of who he might be targeting, who he might look to retain. I continue to be on team retain Marcus Haggins retain Jason Beck uh, maybe retain Garrett 2J the offensive line coach uh, other than that I I got no issues with looking elsewhere for the other other positions um, I yeah so press conference tomorrow uh, with with Carla so that'll be really interesting uh, to see what questions get asked and how they are answered um, but yeah the process is and getting there was was a little chaotic for the news, <laughs> it seemed, depending on which corners of Twitter you paid attention to. Um, there was the, the Anthony Poindexter situation, um, complicated by him being enshrined into the College Football Hall of Fame on Tuesday, I believe it was, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yes. Um, so, yeah, just like a real weird sense of and and this kind of felt unique like it's the unique uva brand of panic of like oh no it's happening like we're we're getting we're getting shafted again and like this is going as as horribly as possible but uh to come out of it the other side with tony elliott i'm two thumbs up but let's get after it
1: so do we know what, uh, I asked the question earlier, what's up with Mr. Poindexter at Penn State? Is he still, as far as we know, a co-DC associate person?
2: So I think this past season, I believe he was the co-defensive coordinator, yeah. and maybe responsible for the secondary in some capacity. Um, Penn State just hired Manny Diaz as their defensive coordinator. I do not <laughs> believe there was a co in front of that.
1: I didn't um, see that. Yeah.
2: It would. So it would seem that Dex staying at Penn State would either implicate a demotion of some sorts, or like I would love for him to come to Virginia and be the DC. I don't know that that happens, given that he was allegedly on the verge of being the head coach uh, six days ago. Um, sure. So. Yeah, I I'm interested to see how things shake out for him there as well.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Very interesting, Jason. You got any thoughts? First of all, Manny Diaz. I mean, that's a huge move for Penn State. Super excited for Penn State. Good to happen to a better program.
2: Um. Yeah, Jason, you're plugged into the to the Virginia athletic director scene what what what
0: scuttlebutt were you hearing about this i I didn't hear much um i know i knew when folks were visiting and when folks were interviewing but that's about it um and it wasn't anything that that wasn't public anyways yeah um yeah i mean i i think jordan had it right is if if the day after bronco announced he was leaving you would have been visited by the ghost of Virginia athletics future. And they would have said, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, you got this guy. I think you both have been like, awesome. Nailed it. Well done. Yeah. Kudos to Carla. Um, I think it was, I think some weird stuff happened behind the scenes and we'll likely never really know about it. Cause I think Carla runs a pretty tight ship. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, the, the journey was weird and I don't know why that was. Um, and if I ever do, I probably a little, won't air it yeah. on this podcast, but um I'm interested, maybe
1: Jordan, you could answer this, but like if if Anthony Poindexter was not UVA legend, I feel like I would rather have Elliot as the coach. Yeah, I think yeah, that's absolutely. I think that's fair. Okay, okay. So I mean, so I, I think we got a little bit uh, out over our skis on like he's he would be such a great fit he loves uva like and i think that at a place like uva that hel- is very helpful yeah. right like so i i don't think that's a bad thing necessarily but i do think that like it became a little easy to tuck yourself into like poindexter uva legend coming home it's going to be cool virginia tech kind of did the same thing so maybe this could work out also like you know what i'm saying like all yeah. that kind of added together to be more folklore than like maybe like football-y <laughs>
2: yeah and i think um i think looking at like looking at Dex is a candidate versus Tony Elliott as a candidate, like I have the same concerns about each of them. Given that they've never been a head coach sure. at any level in in their careers to this point, um, those are not concerns that are only Poindexter exclusive. Um, right. But the the interesting angle about the potential hire of Dex was that like, oh, there's apparently all this money waiting to come in. And fund the new facilities if he gets hired um and so from my perspective like yeah if he's qualified hire him get the get the buildings built and that's already a successful hire like even if you've got to cut him loose after three or four years like you've you've set yourself up to hire a very attractive candidate with these new buildings in place um the weird thing about the elliott uh, developments was that he was very publicly, like, coming off the tarmac with his family on Thursday, I believe Thursday or Friday, Thursday, and, uh, like, left Charlottesville yeah, you know, right. without any agreement in place. There were tweets that a snag in negotiations had been mm-hmm. hit, um, and then he came back Friday. Uh, now there is some speculation that the Snag in negotiations was related to a board of visitors meeting on Friday morning where they voted to approve a $10.3 million allotment of some endowment, not the big endowment, but some endowment to go towards uh, the facilities fund. Um, and so there's some speculation that maybe he was wanting to see how that panned out before he made a choice. Um, okay. But again... We'll we'll never know unless he actually shares that what what those hesitancies were. Um, well, I mean, I hope yeah, someone like, asks
1: him tomorrow, like what changed or yeah, or no, what I'm was, what I, was again, to, I'm like, very someone a responsible to see, journalist should ask that
0: question. Yeah, I'm himself.
2: very interested to see tomorrow what questions get asked of who and how are they answered.
0: Who do and, you who do you want to ask? I'll I'll put the word out.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm sure uh, I'm sure Jerry Ratcliffe doesn't mind stenting anymore this week. Like he, he seems down. He seems down to ruffle some feathers. My guy, so. my guy
1: Rat really really gets out there with strong, uh, like factual, um, tweets that just turn out to maybe not maybe not be happening. Maybe not actually. Yeah, that's all right.
2: Responsible or sometimes if you got that insider
1: you know. heat, you got that insider heat, you know.
2: Yeah. Anyhow, often that's, said. that's a whole that's a whole different <laughs> rant, but yeah.
1: Uh, all right. Um, okay. Cool. So, go who's? But yeah. For sure. So that
2: hire set off the domino of Duke then hiring Dan Elko. Right. Oh, with I forgot Mike to write Elko. that on the list. Whatever yeah, Mike.
1: El- Mike Elko, the El- Elko, the young name. Elko boy. Yeah. Um. Mike Elko, Duke.
2: And I think yeah. that could be a really good hire for Duke. Like that could yep. sneakily be like, wow, Duke. Duke filled in Cutcliffe's uh vacancy with. Not a bad hire. Not a bad I've seen candidate.
1: people liken it to Wake Forest hiring Dave Clawson. Like yeah. a guy that kind of understands well, the think game. I time rivals, but like,
2: around Clawson at yeah, Wake too, right? Has,
1: yeah, time in, in the Carolinas, Mid-Atlantic, and it could work out. He has also been part of like a mega program very recently too, so he's got to see how some of that stuff goes. Uh, Texas A&M's defensive coordinator, Mike Gilko. Uh So um, that's another, I mean, that is another big defensive coordinator job that becomes open in college football too so we'll see who they're able to make how bring in do it do it Jimbo. yeah uh yeah todd, todd grantham please sweet sweet jesus make it happen they that just bring back that flourish they state deserve each other <laughs> yeah right so um okay any other any other coaching stuff to talk about i did see that uh mr kalani sataki from byu did sign an extension so I think he, he had some uh, there were some rumblings around the Oregon job. And I saw a report that Oregon had requested permission
2: to interview Chip Kelly for their head coaching job, which would
0: have That's been kind of, that kind of dropped like middle of last week, and then we never heard anything else about yeah. it. Yeah,
2: didn't get enough attention on yeah. the social medias for my liking. Like all yeah. yeah. <laughs> like everybody just catching flaming heat for, <laughs> for Tony Elliott flying back to Clemson <laughs> without accepting a job. Everybody
0: <laughs> everybody quote tweeted it, and like the thing everybody found remarkable was oregon asking for permission oh
2: yeah
0: and i was like hold on nobody thinks it's remarkable that chip Kelly could go back to oregon like how is this the second most important thing anyways
2: yeah i agree with you jason
0: well
1: you, yeah but, that means a lot yeah maybe maybe oregon felt like they wanted to get out there with like they were asking permission because they felt like maybe some schools didn't ask permission to punish their coach very recently maybe. So.
0: or maybe they wanted to show that maybe they knew that they're hire was going to be not chip kelly and they wanted to show their donors they wanted to do a little
1: effort Mm. they wanted to do a little pr to just kind of test the waters there just to make sure it wasn't going to be (laughs) an absolute (laughs) show if they
2: didn't hire chip kelly right the lesson
0: Uh, as always like literally every sources or leak you see is somebody with an agenda uh, whatever it is
2: we knew you wouldn't be excited about dan lanning but how about we present to you coach not chip kelly dan lanning (laughs) how do you feel about that Uh, uh, (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah. looks pretty good huh (laughs) you know georgia they're pretty good yeah you guys have seen in
1: the playoff are you familiar in the playoff um all right uh we have some portal news it's a little tough to keep up with everything that's going on the portal the portal is a very very busy place but uh quinn you Former number one player in the country last year, ultimate finesse god has uh, secured. It, it would appear that he is taking his talents to Austin, Texas. Uh, so, interesting move, um, but there's probably Texas, some more money to
2: be made down there.
1: Yeah. Uh, Quinn Ewers, tremendous head of hair on the young man. They do not, the pictures that they show of him, I mean, it is, it is a, he looks like he's in a band. Like maybe he plays bass in like a in a band. It's, it's kind of the hair that I'm getting off. Is of him. it
2: uh, like compared to Trevor Lawrence's cabbage?
1: Ooh, uh, it is like a bleached blonde, like long mullet, like like it's like, the, okay. but the the top section is like longer and like kind of hang. Like he has like bangs kind of, and then he has like mullet flow, but it's ble like it's like half of it's bleached. It's a it's um it's a look for sure. Okay, have you? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll find I'll find the photo in question, Jordan. I'll pass it your way. All right. It's tremendous. Um, but uh, all right. Well, do you want to you want to go through the we got bowl we got some bowl games here coming up this week. Thank God. Am, am I right? Yeah. Are we,
0: wait, are we picking bowls tonight? No,
2: we're not. We're not picking. We're just oh. going to run through them. We're just gonna run just through. the ones we have this week. See if anything jumps out, catches your fancy, sure. maybe something you're interested in uh, paying close attention to. Um, so we start we start Friday, December 17th, year of our Lord 2021 with the Bahamas Bowl, also known as the Bobby Wilder Memorial Bowl championship game. Um, Middle Tennessee and Toledo got a trip to the Bahamas out of this season.
1: Well, yeah. I feel like Middle Tennessee makes this trip often. I've, this is not their first Bahamas Bowl.
2: I don't think yeah, I, I I think you're right. Um, uh, (laughs) this will be noon on Friday. So for those of us, uh, who have maybe like extended time off around the holidays, this is like your, your last day of work. You're just kind of clocking it in, uh, really, really senioritis it into the new year. Um, Maybe, Which maybe. is totally not
1: my approach on normal Fridays, by the way. Usually yeah. I'm super locked in Friday afternoons. Definitely, yeah. definitely locked in. As the Grinch, but We can as make the, an
2: exception for the as, Bahamas Bowl.
1: As the Grinch notifications do, do indicate. Yes. <laughs>
2: uh, at 6 p.m. we have the Tail Greeter Cure Bowl. Um, I don't know if we're curing tail greeting or if Tail Greeter is a brand, hashtag brand. Um, I don't know. So I'm interested in maybe learning more about the sponsor of the bowl this features northern illinois and coastal carolina uh coastal carolina gonna be getting their coach back next year it would seem oh yeah that is another another carousel without jamie chadwell going anywhere so
1: i do love to watch coastal carolina play yeah i'm jordan how would you have felt about a little jamie chadwell experience in charlottesville
2: I would have been down. I don't think the larger donor base would have been down. I don't. Why think... is it
1: because he has a mullet, or
2: I think there's too much Myrtle Beach on him, for for the fair Charlottesville enough. donor base. Uh, I don't think that's fair, but I think it's a reality that needs to be acknowledged. So,
0: uh, I have I have some fill in about the sponsorship of the Tailgater Cure Bowl.
2: Let's do it, Jason. Uh-huh. So the
0: the Cure Bowl is put on by. Um, ESPN events, Um, and it's, it basically is a bowl geared to raise funds for cancer research organizations, um, et cetera. So it it is always the cure bowl. Mm -hmm. It is now sponsored by Tailgreeter, which is uh, in its own words, a digital marketplace that connects tailgate hosts with fans that prefer to join a tailgate instead of trying to set it up themselves. Oh, it's so like we're Airbnb gonna go with,
2: for tailgates.
0: We're, well, I was going to say Tinder for tailgates, but yeah, okay. same idea.
2: Okay. Well, <laughs> same idea. Same idea. together. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Oh, yeah. Tail greeter. So there you go. Someone probably made a million bucks off Tailgreeter. You know, oh, go for. Them. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk
0: about IPOs that I wish I could have for dumb ideas. Sick. Hey, man. Do you like drinking beers in parking lots with people who also were wearing LSU shirts? <laughs> well, but
1: you brother don't like do planning events. Do you want to have want another middleman
0: proposition for you?
1: <laughs> you pay me twenty-seven dollars. Yeah. I will keep eleven of those dollars, and then I will give sixteen dollars of your money
0: to you pay for one
1: etouffee, one shrimp etouffee, yeah, one, uh,
2: uh, one one large order of bow rounds for, for the tailgate. <laughs> bow rounds. Hope
1: <laughs> we get a bow sized. Uh, y'all y'all bow sized. Oh, y'all man. on bow sized. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's just a legendary <laughs> event. Oh, just it's just a, a a moment a moment in the life. All in Michael Maurice's Honda Fit, <laughs> screaming to visit Jason. Yeah. Unable to decipher what the woman is yelling at us at the Bojangles. Oh man. What an eventful trip
0: that was. I literally <laughs> I literally told the story of the Evan Bro breaking his ankle yesterday. The guy yesterday. That snapped
1: his ankle in the parking yeah. lot. Oh, this is after I remember someone. Someone telling me that they found, like, the best deal in the world. We were, yeah. we were super stoked on the PBRs. It was two 16-ounce PBRs for, like, $3. For two tall boy
0: for PBRs for $3, bucks, 24 7
1: right around the corner from my apartment. Tremendous. Tremendous deal. Duval, uh, shouts out. Big, big, big calorie investment there, but tremendous deal nonetheless. Yeah. So, All right, let's
0: out. keep this rolling.
2: Here yep. we go. Uh, next, we've got the... This, we're into Saturday now. Wait, afternoon.
1: time out, time out, time out. I did just send you guys a couple pictures of Quinn Ewers' hair on Twitter. I just want you to just take a just a okay. quick look when you get a chance. Just, it's weird. All right, continue. All
2: right, so Saturday we've got an 11 a.m. Eastern kick between Western Kentucky and App State in the Roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Ah, Logan, chance to go check out uh, App State once again. You yeah i up. considered i actually would like
1: to go to this game i didn't realize it was on a saturday night though i kind saturday of morning. Rather, no,
0: saturday 11 a.m
1: oh oh even better. A little brunch kick brunch Ooh. kick yeah that does change things i was you know i'm not necessarily interested in blowing a saturday at the at the Boca bowl but i would be really interested if this was like a tuesday night kick like it was a couple of years ago oh yeah uh but the schedule just didn't work out that way so um i kind of like watching f-state though they're usually pretty fun they're frisky yeah,
2: they're plucky uh a noon kickoff we've got south carolina state and jackson state in the cricket celebration bowl i'm assuming that's cricket the wireless provider
0: what what bowl is this the this is a celebration Bowl. this
1: is the uh the um the hbcu bowl thing, thing though right did i oh
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
2: south yeah. carolina state yeah they yes and jackson yeah, so
0: state. this is the yeah. celebration bowl it was every year yeah um yeah, I don't know if this is prearranged game, but this is. I forget is. how they pick the teams, but it's 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 HBCU versus HBCU.
2: Yes. Yep. Uh, so that is noon on ABC, uh, at two fifteen p.m. on ESPN. We've got the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl with UTEP and Fresno State. All right. So Fresno <laughs> State, there's there's the brandiest name so far in the lineup. True. Uh, three thirty. Also on ABC, we've got the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl, UAB and BYU. That could be fun. Huh. Um, curious to know what elevation they're playing this at, whether or not the elevation boys
0: it's in Shreveport
2: uh can come through. Oh, Shreve, whoa, might might like UAB then. Uh huh. We'll, we'll put a pin in that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I wanted to quickly ask. And I think someone posed this question on Twitter, so maybe I'm co-opting it. But does BYU just accept the first bowl game they get offered, like, in the middle of the year? I feel like BYU had a better year than the Independence Bowl, would
0: be get?
2: Is it a Mormon thing to just be polite and accept invites whenever they show up?
0: We love Independence. Well, to be fair, yeah, they they don't have a guaranteed conference tie-in, and most of these bowls have conference tie-ins. So there's only a couple that they probably have a foot into. So Yeah, I mean, they're like legit twenty top 25, top 20 team. They were good this year.
1: So, I I don't know. I just, for me, you know, I just want what's best for BYU. That's really, I wake up in the morning and I cry. Yeah, that's what what we're all concerned about, so. The fast quarterback. I want to see the fast quarterback go against some of the nations. I mean, they had like, didn't they have like enough Pac-12 wins this year to like win the Pac-12 or something, like something weird like that? Yeah, all right, go ahead.
2: Yep. All right, uh, five forty-five. We've got the Lending Tree Bowl, Eastern Michigan versus Liberty.
1: Ooh, Ugh.
2: probably not Ugh. gonna watch this. Gross. I can't bet on it, so probably not gonna watch it. 7 <laughs> uh, seven thirty p.m. We've got the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl presented by Stiefel, Utah State and Oregon State. Sure. Shout out to Oregon State. You know they they were yeah having some dark times there last yeah year, several That's years a- ago.
1: That's why their coach got an extension. Mr. Jonathan Smith, right? Isn't that his name?
2: Could be. Yeah,
1: he's All a I witness know. protection. John Smith, Oregon State football coach. Hangle
0: McCringleberry. All right. He's like the Cocaine Cowboys hiding in plain sight. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, fi- final bowl game of the weekend is the RNL Carriers, New Orleans Bowl, Louisiana, and Marshall at 9 15 uh. p.m. Eastern. That that could be an interesting clash of cultures right there. Let's go Cajuns.
1: Yeah, let's go Cajuns.
2: Yeah. I, I'm assuming uh Coach Billy is not in, in in the chair for this one.
1: No, he is not. Uh but I bet Coach Desmoreau probably is. Ha ha ha. Archante. <laughs> 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 ah, ah. ah. ah, <laughs> We're gonna blitz today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think, uh, I, yeah, he was like the associate head coach that got promoted to be the the big whistle yeah. there. So, yeah. I, I think they may probably are maintaining some continuity uh, for whatever that's worth. So, good for good for them. But, um, yeah, yes, yeah, so we'll and,
2: keep an eye on it. I'm excited to parlay uh-huh. nearly all of these games, money line favorites only, and uh, see what I can come up with. Just be super.
1: Just be super sad when uh, when freaking Western Kentucky just like scores ninety out of nowhere.
2: The damn Hilltoppers are at it again.
1: <laughs> um. All right. Cool. This is this is the fun time of year. We get random matchups just on at all hours of the day. You can be sitting in your mom's living room, you know, wondering what's going on, just <laughs> sucking down college football games. It's always the best. It's the dream. It is. Yeah. <gasps> uh right. we don't have
2: wait wait what is what football what game did uva get jordan uh they're in the wasabi fenway bowl wasabi yeah is i don't know if that's sponsored like sponsored by the as root a, as an idea or if someone is uh tm'd the the word wasabi and made it a company i don't know huh. this, who
1: is is the
0: they first, play? this is the first year of that bowl
2: they who, are, who are playing, they playing? smu
0: Oh, that's right. Your oh, boy, Red Lashley. So it's Lashley. Wasabi Technologies.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. They are. Uh, the
0: premier provider of hot cloud storage solutions for business. Are they?
1: Are they the premier provider? That is self-claimed. I thought, it's no, it's self-claimed. More, I thought that was more Oracle. Ears. I thought Oracle claimed that, too. So maybe Wouldn't Wasabi. tell you
0: with a weapon to my head.
1: That would be a bowl game. Wasabi v. Oracle <laughs> and a nerd off. I mean, come on. Let's go. Come on. The
0: hacker's bold. Uh, your boy playing poorly and is running out of battery. So we got to relay on this plane.
1: It sounds good, Jason. Well, hey, man, uh-huh. it was good seeing you. All right. Happy holidays to you and yours. I want you to know that. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Did you finish those beers?
0: No, I got uh, two or three left.
1: Oh, still going strong. Love to see yeah. it. Yeah. Jordan, always good to see you too. Happy to see the mustache coming back for uh,
2: for, for the holiday season. All right. Shout out to Tony Elliott, mustache boys.
1: I'm going to try to get the sides brought in on the mullet this week, guys, so I'll hopefully have some more
0: lechuga to you Jordan and I were wondering. That was our most pressing question. Yeah. Was when I'm getting a haircut? Yeah, you and my wife both. So we'll see. We'll see we will see. finally got
2: around to it an hour and 20 minutes into this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyhow, all right, cool. It is what it is. Uh, thanks for joining us. Wheel Route Podcast. We're at the Wheel Route. Wheel Route at gmail.com. The WheelRoute.com. Um, regrettably, you can see the results of all the picks we made this year there um not that not, you have to just because you can't pretty mean you have to or not should. pretty but we're, we're excited to get after it uh in bowl season and uh try to salvage what we can um till we talk again we love you
0: go gators go Hoos. hey go dukes